Welcome to Mosaico, the official podcast of Generali Employee Benefits Network, GEN. Here, you will listen to the latest news, trends, and innovations taking place in the employee benefits world and powered by the JEP team. Mosaico brings together our insurance partners, connecting different capabilities into one harmonious global view. I am your host, Rick Serrano, Head of Knowledge Management at JEP. I will drive conversations with talented, successful, and very interesting guests. Join me and learn the highlights of our business as we dive into health, well-being, mobility, protection, and much more. In this episode of Mosaico, I am hosting my colleague Danny Masters, who is Jeff's Head of Global Health and Wellbeing Programs. Danny has over 15 years of experience in corporate health across multiple markets, including her home, Germany, Australia, and the UK. She has worked on client, health provider, and insurer side, and therefore brings a well-balanced approach into her work. She has helped develop health and well-being strategies on a national and international scope. Join me to learn about Jeb's health and well-being roadmap and how the team supports clients and network partners in the developing and executing of health and well-being strategies. Welcome, Danny. Great to have you here with us at Mosaico. Hi, Rick, and thank you for the introduction. Thanks to you for being here with us. Danny, let's get started. Can you give us an overview of the role of the Health and Wellbeing Department at General Employee Benefits, please? Sure, Rick, and um, thank you again for inviting me to Mosaico. I'm super excited to be here. The role of the Health and Wellbeing Department is to provide subject matter expertise on health and wellbeing and group medical insurance. We work with multinational clients who offer private medical insurance as part of their benefits package to employees. And our team provides expert advice to clients seeking guidance on global medical plans, diagnostic trends and cost drivers, local market norms and standards, as well as public healthcare trends. We also uh, work with our JEP network partners to enhance their health and well-being offering and promote their capabilities to JEP clients. Understood. Very interesting. Now, Danny, can you describe the main tasks and key functions of your department, please? Sure, Rick. Everything our team does is based on a data-driven approach. Therefore, one main deliverable for the department is the design and production of the JEP Global Medical Dashboard Report. We collaborate with JEP Network Insurance Partners to collect and aggregate medical claims data to produce an annual experience and trend report for JEP clients and network partners. This report can include up to 40 different countries, representing over 95% of JEP's global medical portfolio. The dashboard provides country-specific data, including utilization KPIs, peak claims, age and gender profiles, benefit and diagnostic categories, um, provider network usage, mental health indicators, and very importantly, benchmark comparisons. The online and interactive format makes it possible for corporate clients to compare their medical claims experience deeply within one country or broadly across multiple countries. It also makes it possible for our team to analyze the data for key trends and cost drivers, including the identification of root causes. This is then the basis for us to make recommendations for solutions and mitigations. Thank you very much, Danny. Very interesting. 
Now, you say you analyze the data and then make recommendations based on the claims experience. What can clients actually do to, as they say, bend the trend? Please tell us. That is a really good question, Rick. And this is also the question that our clients would ask us after we show them the data. To answer that question, we have developed health-focused materials and partnerships to support insured members to stay healthy, return to health, or to manage chronic illnesses. The first thing we do is to make sure clients know about and are tapping into the tools and initiatives available locally from our local insurers. We then supplement those capabilities with content that we have produced, including webinars, podcasts like this one, brochures, animations, infographics, email campaigns, presentations, and training resources. Some initiatives can be done globally, but some are really more relevant on a local basis. And what I mean by this is that awareness campaigns on how to prevent colds and flus are relevant in most countries around the world, while dengue fever prevention is only relevant in some regions like Asia or Latin America. It's impressive how you are creating all these materials and all this content. Now, let me ask you, Danny, how do you decide on what topics to develop for the content? Tell us. This goes back to the medical dashboard report, Rick. As I mentioned, we collect data from all around the world on the kinds of services and types of illnesses and conditions that insured members are claiming for. This includes specific ICD-10 data, which are the codes for diagnostics and illnesses from the WHO. We have a pretty good picture about what illnesses employees use their medical insurance for in different countries. And every year we have a good look at what diseases are rising in claims and produce new content based on that data. An example. Um, in the last couple of years, musculoskeletal claims were rising. So we created health education on how individuals can keep their back healthy. We also worked with Charlotte, who manages business partnerships to find a third party service provider for digital physiotherapy. So thank you very much for that explanation. And now let's make a short break here and let's go to my colleague, Alex Bravo, head of Jeff's underwriting department, who is someone who takes sports and fitness very seriously and who will share with us some interesting facts about the benefits of sports on concentration and quality of life. Alex, welcome to Mosaico. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Rick, and thanks for the invitation. It's great to be here at Mosaico. Alex, you take sports and exercising really seriously. Tell us, what benefits can we derive from exercising frequently? Sure, Rick. Well, recent studies published by the Technical University of Munich, TUM, demonstrate that primary school students who are physically fit feel much better and can concentrate better at school. These kids are more likely to progress onto higher levels of education than kids who don't do sports regularly. Well, that's interesting indeed, although maybe not that surprising. Well, the study conducted in Bavaria included some 3,200 girls and 3,200 boys, and it concluded that the higher the level of children's physical fitness, the better they can concentrate and the higher their health-related quality of life. While the boys did better on the fitness tests, 
the girls perform better in terms of concentration and quality of life values. Obese children also had significantly poorer values for health-related quality of life on the whole, physical well-being, self-esteem, as well as being in friendships and at school. Wow, that's interesting. And what else did they find, Alex? Well, according to Professor Renat Oberhofer-Fritz, holder of the TUM Chair of Preventative Pediatrics and Dean of the TUM Department of Sport and Health Sciences, this means it's all the more important to encourage motor development in children at an early stage, since this can also have a positive impact on the development of mental fitness. Now, Alex, you're talking about children here, and that's very interesting, of course. But how does that relate to adults? I mean, all our listeners, our clients, our network partners are, of course, adults. So how is this relevant? Yeah, it's a good point, Rick. Well, let me tell you, it will come as no surprise that healthier children become healthier adults as they grow up. Good habits of healthy eating, exercising and getting enough sleep tend to be brought into adulthood as people mature. Some studies show that a high percentage of health problems in adulthood can be traced back to unhealthy habits in our young years. Well, that's indeed very interesting, Alex. Thank you very much for sharing. We will come back to you a bit later, so please stay tuned. I'm here, I'm here. And now let's go back to Daniela Masters to continue our talk on health and well-being. Now, coming back to you, Danny. Danny, it sounds like you have developed a lot of valuable health and well-being content to, to share. But let me ask you something. If I was a client of Jeb, where would I find all this information? Well, that's super easy. You can find all of this on the Jeb.com website in our Health Resource Center area. We have a section on the website dedicated to health and well-being and mental health strategy, where you can find the access to the global medical dashboard reports if you're one of our clients and registered for it, the country health profiles, which are the local health and well-being capabilities of our network insurance partners, um, the multilingual health kits, which are the education and awareness content we created, and it's they are currently available in six languages. We also have the digital health services, which are the third party vendors that offer telemedicine, employee assistance programs, second medical opinion services, mental health risk management. We have a virtual health assistant, remote physiotherapy, a health engagement platform and travel doctor services. So let's say you, Rick, own a company and you have employees in Mexico, Thailand and Portugal. You have a very generous employee benefits program in place with private medical insurance for all your employees in those countries. Okay, this is an interesting example. Mm -hmm. Okay, so around April, your JEP client manager contacts you and invites you to review your global medical dashboard and you schedule a meeting with a health and well-being team. And one of my colleagues or myself will meet you and walk you through the report. So we identify that colds and flus are driving the costs in all three countries, while the data in Thailand suggests that it also has a problem with dengue fever. Mexico shows a lot of cesarean sections. And in Portugal, there are a lot of health checks. 
what our team might suggest then is to create a global respiratory health campaign using our multilingual and multimedia health kits to address the respiratory issues that are driving the costs everywhere. This can be organized from your headquarters. I see, I see, very interesting. And, and, and then what happens next? For the local initiatives, we may engage with the local entities and the local insurance providers. So in our example, we may ask Generali Thailand to include telemedicine into their offer to reduce the cost of doctor consultations. We may also ask your HR manager in Thailand what the local policy is about absenteeism. Some Asian countries require a doctor's note for one day of absence, and this can create unnecessary costs for unnecessary doctor visits. Um, usually a sore throat resolves itself within a couple of days and does not require a visit to the doctor. Right? Right. And then we may also work with the local insurer to have education and awareness sessions such as for the dengue fever prevention program. And then in Mexico, we may suggest using our health kits on the benefits of natural versus cesarean section birth. Oh, now you're getting really specific and local. Yes, of course, it has to be. Um, we might also look into the network composition and suggest different hospitals with um, specially negotiated packages and suggest you promote them as preferred providers for maternity deliveries. And then lastly, in Portugal, you offer health checks through your medical plan. Now, we absolutely believe in prevention, but there's also a science behind regular checkups. Some companies offer all health checks in an annual physical, while we recommend routine checkups that only include those tests that are relevant for the age and the gender of the employee at the time. So we might help identify different packages for those health checks, which can then be negotiated locally with the vendor to get better pricing. So to summarize, our team will look into benefit design, network composition, and intervention programs that are based on the claims experience and have a global and local relevance. That's super cool, Danny, and would be really helpful for me as an employer to have advice from you guys. And now let's make a second break and go back again to Alex Bravo to learn more about that sports and well-being study. Alex, we're back. What else can you tell us about the study? Hello again, Rick. Well, let me also tell you that new research conducted by the University of East Anglia found that kids who eat more fruit and vegetables have better mental health. The study is the first to delve into the association between fruit and vegetable intakes, breakfast and lunch choices, and mental well-being in UK school children. The researchers studied information from almost 10,000 kids in more than 50 schools. They found that the types of breakfast and lunch eaten by both primary and secondary school pupils were significantly associated with well-being. Once again, the power of a good breakfast, right, Alex? <laughs> That's correct, Rick. And you know what else? Children involved in the study self-reported their dietary choices and took part in age-appropriate tests of mental well-being that covered cheerfulness, relaxation and having good interpersonal relationships. Isn't that interesting? It is indeed. And let me tell you one more thing. According to Professor Dr. Richard Hayhoe, also from East Anglia's medical school, he said that they found that eating well was associated with better mental well-being in children. 
and that especially among secondary school children, there was a clear link between eating a nutritious diet, including plenty of fruits and vegetables, and having a stronger mental well-being. And I guess, once again, we're talking about children here, but with a direct correlation with adults, right? That's exactly right, Rick. Healthy childhood, healthy adulthood. Remember that it takes years to build good habits. You are so right, Alex. Well, very interesting. Thank you very much for illuminating us. We shall keep in mind all these pieces of advice. Thanks for having joined us here today at Mosaico. Thanks to you for inviting me, Rick. It's great to be here. Our pleasure, Alex. Our pleasure. So thanks again and goodbye. Bye-bye, Rick. Thanks once again to Alex Bravo of the prestigious JEPS on the writing team. And now let's go back once again to Daniela Masters to finish our conversation on health and well-being. Danny, now to summarize our conversation, let me ask you one last question. We have recently hosted Charlotte Hooper from JEB's Health and Wellbeing Partnerships team as a guest here at Mosaico. Could you explain to us how your two teams work together, Danny? Please tell us. We, we work very, very closely together. Remember that I said I may suggest for your employees in Thailand to use telemedicine. Mm -hmm. So imagine you like the idea of telemedicine, but you want to offer it to all your employees across the whole world. I would then put you in touch with Charlotte so she can help understand the available services and the pricing models available. Um, or another example would be that you are also interested in mental health support. So Charlotte has some great partnerships for this topic to support employees, but also companies that create a strategy around mental health risk management. So that's how we work together. Very interesting, Danny. Thank you very much for this explanation. It has been great having you here today at Mosaico. So thank you for sharing all this valuable information. We wish you all the best for this year and for the future. Well, thanks to you, Rick, for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. It has been our pleasure to have you here at Mosaico with us today. So now I am sure that all our listeners are now aware of what a strong position we have in the health and wellness environment. Now, this is precisely what we do at JEB. We are in the business of creating the best possible employee benefits global network for you and for your employees. And also health and well-being is a key ingredient, as you have seen today. Well, I hope you have found this podcast useful. Here at Mosaico, we strive to bring you relevant and fresh information about our business and our activities worldwide. My name is Rick Serrano, Head of Knowledge Management at Jeff, and I invite you to follow me here at Mosaico. I will come back next month with another interesting and practical topic for you. So now you know it. Please stay tuned to Mosaico. I will meet you here for the next edition. Thank you very much and have a great day. <laughs>